I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. for the whisper i wasn't ready for it whisper raps and hype beats <sighs> welcome back everyone to source of scream podcast the podcast where we compare your favorite movies to their comic counterparts i'm your host blueberry probert gamer complainer and basically what are we gonna watch today uh dark man and the, the duck ant-man and the wasp as you can see, we haven't read a single comic leading up to this, so we have no idea what to expect, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty fun and have a really dark ending like Infinity War. They can't see that. How can they see that? We didn't read anything. They can tell. I have a feeling that our, our, our true fan base can tell when we haven't done our homework. Yeah, it's been like two months, so... Yeah, we haven't uploaded anything. It's fine. But it's on the way. There haven't been any movies. But Comic-Con is in two weeks, so... Ooh, I totally forgot about Comic-Con. So, yeah, we'll be at that. We'll be there if you want to tweet at us or Instagram at... Can you Instagram at people? Well, now you can have, like, Instagram TV, so we can just fucking live feed this whole thing if we wanted to. Oh, neat, neat, neat. So, what do you think is going to happen today in Ant-Man and the Wasp? What are your predictions? I think that Paul Rudd will put on a suit. I think that he'll get big. And then he will get small. And then there will be comedy in between. And then the wasp will get small. Bigger than Ant-Man, because wasps are bigger than ants, obviously. And, uh... I don't think it it matters about their size. I I don't think she's literally the size of a a wasp. I think it's just more like a metaphor. Well, that's stupid. Why did she call herself a wasp and him an ant? He also rides ants. Well, if he was the size of an ant, how could he ride an ant? Because they're the same size, and ants can carry things like 20 million times their size. 20 million times their size. I don't, you know, I don't know the exact mathematics, but it is a lot. But it's in the ballpark of 20 millions. Obviously, and if you get like 20 million ants carrying 20 million times their size, they could basically carry the world. Well... Do you think that a human is 20 million times size? I mean, if all the humans on Earth, yes. Also, it's not about size. It's about weight. It doesn't matter the size of the thing. No, I mean, they can carry things 20 million times. Their weight. Their weight. Okay, yes. Yeah, I.e. I- things bigger than them. Uh-huh, okay. But 20 so, million, you're sure it's around that number? Yes. <laughs> and also, you got Michael Douglas. He will be doing things like wearing a suit uh-huh. and being sassy. To, to Mr. Paul Rudd. Maybe his uh, his wife will be stalked by a woman he cheated with. I don't know. Or maybe he'll fall through a ceiling to his death. But really, it's not his death because it was a prank. Are and you then, referencing other movies with Michael Douglas? And then maybe some woman will open her legs and he'll get all red-faced and have to find Ant-Man to close her legs up. What the fuck is wrong with you? One, you referenced like four Michael Douglas movies. I thought two of them were the same movie for a while, but 
But those are your predictions. He's going to get big. He's going to get small. Michael Douglas is going to reenact roles from his other films. And uh, Wasp is going to be able to carry 20 million times her weight. Is that your prediction? No, Ant-Man will. Wasp can't carry 20 million times her weight. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, then. Um, I predict Bill Foster, who is played he by Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, man, I thought we were going to the other movie. Th- we're in the car right now, and I went to the wrong way. <laughs> That's fine. We'll just hopefully they have a showing at 6 at the other one. Damn it. <laughs> but we're doing the podcast. That's all that matters. I think Lawrence Fishburne's going to do some Lawrence Fishburne stuff. Maybe give uh, Michael Douglas the red so pill or the blue pill. I see. That would suck if we got into a car accident like in the middle of a podcast and you would hear it. Uh, well, <laughs> movie's on hold. All right, basically I don't have any predictions because Ant-Man and the Wasp comics are just pretty goofy and I haven't read too many for like a couple years now. Well, you know what happens in the comics. They have fun adventures. Ant-Man gets big. And then... Actually, Ant-Man never gets big. That's Giant Man. That's like they mix the two heroes. Well, Batman doesn't turn into a bat. No, yeah, I know, but Ant-Man and Giant Man are separate people. Why do they do that? I don't know. It makes sense what they did to have both powers, but... Yeah. So that's even inaccurate. Well, yeah, the... I think it's really interesting because the way they did Ant-Man 1 is exactly the way I would have made the movie, but it didn't do well, and I feel bad because I'm like, that's that's exactly how I would have done it. Well, you know why? Edgar Wright dropped out, and they lost probably a lot of people because of that. Right, right. But I think the new director's fine. I'm excited to see it, and um, what was I going to say? I'm excited for the adventure. It looks like a fun adventure movie, you know? Well, I feel like all the good shit's going to be in the trailer. Oh, uh, you know Michelle Pfeiffer's in this movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. plays, uh, um... I'm actually disappointed because I didn't know she was in the movie, and I thought it would have been cool if it was kept, like, under wraps. And then I told you. I'm sorry. No, I read it. Oh, okay, cool. Like, I had a news feed pop up. It's like, Michelle Pfeiffer's back in comic book movies. And I'm like, oh, man, that would have been a nice surprise. That would have been a really cool twist. Uh, she sucked in that other movie we watched the other day. Anyways... Wait, which one? Uh, with Daniel Davis. Oh, The Age of Innocence? That's a Scorsese movie. I like the exact. movie. Exact. Anyways, we're going to go see the film. Wait, what are your predictions? Expectations. All right, my expectations. I expect it's going to be a fun movie. I'm expecting there's going to be some dumb stuff with Ghost. Ghost is a chick now. I always thought Ghost was a dude, but that's cool. Um, some people think that she's going to be related to Lawrence Fishburne, and I think so, too. Is she black? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's basically the whole theory. Dead giveaway. She could just be another person of color, and that's the only thing we have to Well, tie. you know, all black people look the same and are related, so it's fine. I'm saying, like, I feel like if they went through such a, you know, it's not, it, was, it went from white dude to, you know, black girl, I feel like there's a reason for that. Or maybe he just is, you know, affirmative action. He's trying to see more of his people. Maybe, but it would be an interesting plot point. Um, but I think Lawrence Fishburne and and Hank Pym are going to be working into getting to the multiverse or the what's it called, microverse. But they call it something else stupid in the films. Oh, quantum realm, tiny land. Tiny. I like tiny land. <laughs> I like tiny land. So maybe they'll go adventure to tiny land for a minute, and then Ghost is going to try to stop them. From... Yeah, what is? I don't know what anything that's going to happen in this movie. If I'm being honest. Uh, I have, like, no idea. You're going the wrong way. No, first street. We're not going to this theater. Oh. We're going to the Regal in Simi Valley. But this one's right here. This 
never go to Studio Movie Girl and see me. Because they were too cheap to make recliners, you just literally sit up like a fucking board in the movie theater. It is awful. And they, you know what excuse they used? They're like, it's unsafe. You know how many movie theaters do the exact same thing and have recliners? They just wanted to have more seats. Tell them how you really feel. It's like when it's like when Ubisoft said, oh, we can't make female characters because hair's too hard to do. Guys have hair too, It's just though. being lazy and cheap. So you want me to turn right here? Just just take the long way because there's traffic anyway. So not here? No, not here. Don't turn here. Okay. So I think that... <sighs> I haven't read the comics either. Um, there will be an Ant-Man. Oh, that's a good prediction. You never know. Some sometimes these movies they trick you. Remember when Upgrade was called Upgrade? That wasn't really an upgrade. That shit fucked him over. I think. I think. I would call that a downgrade. He lost his legs. <laughs> this is the worst intro we've <laughs> ever had. Alright, uh, I think the movie will be fun. Hopefully, I hope they don't show everything good in the trailer, which movies tend to do lately. So, the the thing I go by is good trailer, bad movie. Because they wouldn't need to get people in by making the trailer really good if they had a good movie. You know Interesting what I mean? theory. It is a theory that's usually true. So, did you like the trailer? Or do you think it was... I, I, I thought the trailer wasn't very good. Actually, I do. I agree. I think the trailer was kind of meh. That's why I'm not yeah. like super... So, that's why I think the movie might actually be good. Because they're not giving away all the best stuff. Now, they gave away some sequences in the trailer where I'm like, Well, that would have been cool to see, you know, when I went to the movie. Yeah. But, it just... It is what it is. That's the nature of things. Um, like, Infinity War didn't have much to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the trailer was dope as fuck. Yeah, it was just a well-done trailer, which is few and far between. But I think it'll be a fun movie, hopefully. I'd, I'd give the first one, like, a seven. I yeah. wish I wish Edgar Wright had directed it, because I can tell that the writing was definitely his, but then they made it generic at other points, or some parts in the movie were just, like, hit and miss in terms of comedy or flow. Yeah. Um... But hopefully he'll direct a Marvel movie one day. <laughs> Not likely. But so we're gonna go see the movie once we ever make it to the theater. I, I'm on my way. We went to the wrong direction in the first place. Um, but yeah. So we'll see you after this fake break. Fake break. Start recording. Do you want to stop? No, I'm good. I finished. You're gross. I'm good. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. What did we watch? Hatman. Hatman and the Wasp. No, Hatman and the uh, Wasteband. Wasteband. Okay, so I think our pre-show was very sloppy, and we had zero expectations. It's it's the worst pre-show I've ever had. <laughs> That's what you think. I liked it. I didn't even listen I to wasn't it wrong. You weren't wrong. What was your expectation? I don't even remember. Michael Douglas got small. 
and then they got and Ant Man got, got big, big and small. Mm-hmm. So I was right. I don't know who who didn't you know who could have predicted that in a movie about that. Well, Michael Douglas getting small was not expected. He was sassy. I was also right about that. You did say he was going to be sassy. He was real sassy. He was real sassy. He was surprisingly sassy. But let's get into our review. So, would you want to start us off? Um, I liked the movie. Uh, it It was different in the way that the world wasn't at stake, which I really enjoy. They were dealing more literally with the micro universe. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that I they focus more on the, the plight of the characters, not like, oh, no, the city of San Francisco is going to blow up or something like that. Or, yeah, like that guy in Ant-Man 1 is going to sell weapons across the world that will cause destruction. It's just kind of like contained. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like that about uh, Ant-Man or even like, you know, some comic books. It's like it's just their story. The whole world doesn't have to explode. Yeah. So I cared more about the characters because it was mostly just them the entire movie. I wasn't worried about, oh, man, what about these kids? The kids. The kids. But yeah, like when the world's about to blow up every like year, you start to care less. You're like, man, I really wish the world was stopped blowing up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or I like in movies when they go somewhere else. So the micro universe was kind of like that where it wasn't on Earth necessarily. Yeah. It was a total universe on its own. So I feel like it's more at stake because I know the Earth is not going to blow up. I know that everyone's going to be fine eventually. But I don't know what was going to happen in the micro universe. Like that shit could have gone really bad. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what were your pros? What, what, what pros would you give it? It was funny. It wasn't like normal Marvel funny. The jokes didn't feel out of place. They didn't feel forced. abnormal forced. Yeah. And um, I liked the kind of villain. It's kind of not an anti-hero, but she wasn't necessarily a villain. She was just trying to save herself. Agreed. So I thought that was a good way to go. And her powers were really cool. Agreed again. Um, I liked the the chase scene the only thing i didn't like was the stupid pez dispenser because i feel like it's like wouldn't this look cool but it looks like really bad cgi you know i do i remember seeing it in the trailers but i saw the movie we saw the movie twice and i don't remember seeing it either time the second time i fell asleep because it was like 1 a.m it's when if the ghost starts chasing them on the motorcycle I, I remember her picking up the bike and, and I remember Luis saying they, he has the Pez dispenser. Yeah, they make the Pez dispenser big and they throw it out and it hits a bike. I don't remi- remember either time that happening. Like, I don't remember seeing it. How do you not remember the giant Hello Kitty Pez dispenser? No. Like, I know it happened. I just didn't I didn't see it. Uh, but that scene was really cool because most Marvel movies, it's not really about like how utilized or how to utilize their powers to their best. It's more just a strength versus strength. Whereas this, it was like people were getting small. She was phasing through the car and like they were getting new vehicles and stuff like that, shrinking stuff, making stuff big. So it's kind of cool to see how they turn that into an entire chase sequence. It was and it was very it unique. was really fun. Yeah, super unique. Gotta say, it was very fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I always say this. I don't think a hero is defined by their tools. They're defined by how they use them. So, like, yeah, but I'm Captain just... America reflecting bullets, not cool. Captain America using a shield to take down a fighter jet, very cool. Doesn't sound 
very realistic, but that's fine. It was a very cool scene, and I don't care what you say about well, that I'm movie. Just saying it's it, one of the best movies like, ever. Most characters are just about strength to strength or strength matching strength, whereas this wasn't about that. This was about, like, she can phase through anything. How are we supposed to do this? So they're, like, shrinking, getting big, shrinking other things, throwing them, making stuff big again. No, like, no, I was saying, I think it was interesting. It wasn't just about their powers. It's how they used them. Yeah, but I'm what I'm saying is mostly it's about strength in the Marvel movies. It's not about how creative they can be with their powers. Like Iron Man just shoots rockets. Well, I, and I never said does. Iron Man was creative. Iron Man's the least no, creative. Th- but that's how most of them are. Like no, name another villain that isn't a or another hero that isn't about strength to strength in terms of a fight. Well, I mean, some they're superheroes; they have to have strength. But like, for but example, that's what I'm saying. That's why that makes this unique because that's all you see. Whereas mm, this see. wasn't like that. Because uh, I'm in a fight, I'm just waiting. I'm like, Captain America is gonna win. Let's just get this over with. He's just gonna fucking throw a shield and punch someone. Whereas this, I'm like, how the fuck are they gonna beat this chick who can phase through stuff? Who has uh, military spy training like she is pretty damn tough i thought it was cool when she snapped that dude's neck with her foot like mm-hmm. and the, like she just phased over just like kicked him and snapped his neck i'm like black widow can't do that <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i thought that was a huge strength of the mm-hmm. movie or even um just the other sort of scenes where they had to use their powers like um <laughs> with the the pigeon and the tiny car i thought that was funny no yeah yeah, yeah. Definitely the humor. Was. Or the ant in the in his house. I, that made me feel <laughs> weird because I'm like, did they make that ant feel like a human? Because at the end, he's playing a drum set. I'm like, does he think he's a human? I don't know how I don't that think works. Think, I think he still thinks he's an ant. But I mean, reading the Ant-Man comic, uh, Pim was saying like ants are social creatures. But the way he kind of has the ant, the ant is very involved. Like he, the, Janet like came to his house and the ant was behind him and he was trying to hide it. And she's like, I think we should go on a date. And he like pushes, the ant pushes him through the door like, go get her, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, So that's I think going. he can also talk to them. So I feel like the ants are, have some sort of sense sentience to them yeah like they're not they're not just they are high minds but i do think they they do have a little social that's a good point i didn't think about that um any cons anything you didn't like about the film uh something that we both talked about we weren't in the multiverse long enough especially especially for the tension of oh man the multiverse what's that about but what do they call it in the movie quantum the quantum realm that's what it's called i think that's the worst name you could call it well, they made a joke about that in oh, the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. That- Do you just add quantum to everything? <laughs> Every word you say. <laughs> it's quantum entanglement. Quantum bond. Quantum linking. Um, but yeah, I don't think we spent enough time there. Um, I didn't really like... I felt like at the end of the movie, they didn't, they ran out of budget or something, or they just wrapped it up like super quick and everything was fine after the whole two hours we were there. I feel like it needed another 30 minutes and a little bit of a rewrite with Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Mm, I, I think we could have used a little more Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, like I I talked about it with you where I said, I thought that instead of them just getting into the multiverse or whatever quantum mm-hmm. realm, that they sh- should have kidnapped Michelle Pfeiffer because she has powers or something. And I then they had that, to get yeah. her and then the family or the 
you know michael douglas or whatever they had to go get her back Mm -hmm. but at the end she's like i will help you just let me help you and the girl's like okay because it it could have been a similar ending right or i was just thinking like it feels like the climax was the multiverse i feel like the third act should have been the multiverse the whole like last 30 40 minutes yeah because they kind of wasted time um, going to see Foster and stuff like that. Like, and there's Luis, a good 20 like minutes. Like, the Luis stuff. Like, yeah. I, I like seeing Luis, but I feel like story-element-wise... It didn't add anything for them being there for 10 minutes of the movie when I they did, were at the X-Con I do. Base. I think it's a really great concept, though. A bunch of X-Cons creating a security, like, company. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually, like, a really great idea. But no, it's a great idea. It just didn't... They could have had the, more with the story. I feel if like they in the next Ant Man, maybe we can get some more multiverse or. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they microvers. Maybe they saved it for the next movie. But I don't know why they would go back. Well, we, we we'll talk about that in a, in a minute. Yeah, that'd be a big spoiler. Yeah. Well, we've already kind of gotten into some spoilers, but people who watch this pod, it's a comp- comparison podcast. You got you got to watch the movie. But some people are weird. They're like spoiler i mean i don't know what you get you expected from a podcast that talks about movies for an hour and we don't do just reviews we're, we're comparing the comics to the source material we have to kind of go all over the place exactly any other cons you had um no not really it was a really enjoyable movie for the most part all right i shall get into my review i think it was funny i think it was family fun i could take my family to go see this sometimes when you take your friends to go see like well, I don't know. I feel like Infinity War was universal, but if I go take him to see like a a movie that I'm mainly interested in, and they're like, "Oh, who's that guy? Who's this guy?" I'm just kind of like, "Yeah, shut you, up." You, it's pretty cut and dry. You the don't movie, need to ask. The movie's Ant Man and the Wasp. There's gonna be two characters. They're named Ant Man and the Wasp. It's just kind of like easy. And they don't really reference the first one enough for you to be confused. Yeah. Well, they they do it in the first like minutes. They're like, ah, oh, Scott came along. He shrunk down. Came back up. But the Asian dude literally just says the entire oh, yeah. thing condensed in, in like in three joke. minutes. And the kid's just like, what the hell? <laughs> it's actually really great. Um, the, I think uh, one of my, my, my pluses with you is the creative fights. Just like seeing that, like the shrinking down, shrinking back up or, or enlarging. The fight scenes were really unique and just kind of just like fun to watch as opposed to really well choreographed fight scenes. It's just like blasting, going small, coming up throwing something making it big it's mm-hmm. just like it's cool yeah because they don't really have real superpowers it's their suits that do everything yeah and you can use that very creatively like what i didn't like in ant-man one is the power ratios were all weird so like hank pym could as a mid like a, not a midget an ant can throw a dude like 60 feet i'm like he can't do that at full size that doesn't make sense to me right so that was kind of weird although i do want to see that scene it was like deleted but there's like a part where he's in cuba as young hank pym just destroying like a, a Cuban base. And I'm like, I want to see that. I had one more plus, by the way. Oh, sure. What's your plus? The music. Right. You did say that. The music was really good. I thought the soundtrack was awesome. I don't know. A lot of people listen to soundtracks. I thought it was good, though. I, there was a couple of times I definitely noticed it. I kind of want to go see it right now. <laughs> That's surprising. I didn't want to see Ant-Man 1 more than once. Mm-hmm. That's well, this, the soundtrack was very like 1960s spy, like kind of like The Incredibles. Yeah, it worked. But it's different from all the other Marvel movies, which show. This was like. Or like when they're small, the music's kind of like slower or faster, depending on. It's like. They had these cool bass lines and stuff, these funky bass lines going. It was fun. There were some good deep cuts. Christoph Beck, hats off to you. Hats off to you. I hate Beck. Get out. 
Let's see what else they have. Uh, the ghost slash her redo. Uh, ghost has been a pretty boring character. We'll get into that in a bit. Um, I've never really enjoyed him. I read his origin. His origin is actually pretty solid. But other than that, he's just a character that shows up. And I'm like, oh, it's you. It's you again. Did you say that Ghost is supposed to be a girl? Oh, Ghost is always a dude. Or sorry, a yeah, dude. Ghost is always a dude. So when they were like, Ghost with boobs, I was like, all right. I just I, kept thinking of Danny Phantom. Going Ghost. Going Ghost. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, man. That, that might be a good title. That might be a good title for the episode. Um... But no, yeah, she was really interesting. I liked her backstory. I liked her character things. The one thing I wanted to say was this movie was very anti-Marvel stereotype, which I really mm-hmm. loved. So, like, there's a scene where they're all in disguise, and, like, we're in disguises. No one can notice us. He's like, we look like us at a baseball game with sunglasses <laughs> and a cap. It's great, because every Marvel movie has the same disguise. Or when, they, when they're all talking science and Paul Rudd's like, do you guys just put the word quantum in front of everything? <laughs> I love that one. But my favorite one, by far, besides the cell phone ringing in the middle of Bill Foster's monologue, is um, is when she's like, Scott Lang has a daughter. I'll use her as leverage. And then Bill Foster is like a dude who's not like a... He's not a villain. He's an antagonist. He just has a different goal than the protagonist, Ant-Man the Wasp. So he's like, if you touch that girl, I'm going to let you die. And she's like, all right. Like, I'll like, do it a different way I'll then. I'll do it a different <laughs> way. But he was like... He had like... It was cool to see an antagonist with like their own standards it it makes him a flat villain or antagonist to like a rounder character as a whole yeah he doesn't want to kill yeah, he's anyone like, he's just I'm trying not gonna to help let you the hit, hurt a little girl why why would why would why would i let you do that yeah i think that's what's definitely great about the movie like the characters or the villains aren't really villains you can sympathize with them and they just their goal is to just help themselves but i mean if you were gonna die and you were constantly in pain wouldn't you kind of be a little crazy and mm-hmm. just want to stop everything absolutely i agree with that the only thing i'll say i didn't like about ghost was that her dad was just trying to do the same technology as is hank pym and then there's like a throwaway line but basically hank's like he was a traitor to shield and he stole my plans so he wasn't a good guy but i'm like you didn't really show that at all he just said that we don't know if well, I, I don't know if i trust hank pym enough to go like yeah that's what happened yeah i feel like his perspective is very warped yeah, in most his, instances yeah. so i'm like i don't know if i could trust hank pym that dude might have been a solid guy but also i kind of don't like that everyone was working at the same technology at the same time it seems very coincidental well what they could have done is is he could have been a competitor or worked as a competitor right, or something or like something that, like that. Yeah. or it's like um uh ready player one where the dude was trying to figure out the secret the whole time the secret formula yeah but he couldn't figure it out so he made his own company ravioli ravioli show me the secret formula. formula. <laughs> give me the formula <laughs> but i don't know that was just kind of like and eh. so i didn't like that our powers were like set into the quantum realm but for the plot it made sense oh the other thing that didn't i didn't like was I feel like the all the tension was the fact that it was kind of like a, a uh, was it was it called rat race. Um, I liked the rat race, but then they added more tension that was unnecessary. You got Bill Foster and Ghost trying to get to the quantum realm. You got the FBI on your tail, and then you also have those black market dudes who are trying to get on uh, that kind of lab. And then everyone keeps stealing the fucking lab. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, there's enough tension. That's perfect. But then Michelle Pfeiffer's like, yo, if you don't do this now, it's going to be another century until I awake. I'm like, one, how do you know that? You're it, like 
this like smaller than a freaking particle also how's it another century yeah, has she been in there for centuries? Does time work differently? I that doesn't make time sense would to be me. Faster, right? That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I she guess aged I guess relatively, it's what like thirty years. I guess every one hundred years in the so has she been in there years? for like two hundred years? And then also, if so, would she know the math? Because she wouldn't know how old they are. She'd be like, "How long has it been?" She definitely aged. She aged at I think a normal rate. Yeah, that's why it's confusing. Yeah, that's why I don't I don't get that whole 100 years. They should just cut that out. Like, if I was an editor, I'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, they could have just been, let's save her, period. Yeah, let's just but try to save her as fast this, as possible. these people keep trying to steal the fucking That lab. should have been the tension. I didn't, I didn't like the century thing. I also got confused because, like, when they shrink the lab, he, like, puts it on its side. I'm like, when everything just tip over in that the lab. That is so great. <laughs> He could nail just, everything down. I just but imagine every time they come back, everything is just like all over the fucking place. You know, it'd be great. It would be great if they like hired like a janitor, someone who's cleaning, and they just don't let him know when they're shrinking or enlarging the building. So they're like tilting it and the building's moving and he's trying to clean. He's like, oh, <laughs> what's happening? Or even like, so he can still work in the lab when it's shrunk, right? Of course. Wait. Because that's what he did. He was in the quantum realm when it was shrunk. Right, because he was in a suitcase. So why don't they, they just, just hide why don't, it? Yeah, why don't they just shrink it and hide it like in the woods or something? It's a lot harder to find than a fucking building. Yeah, you just put it in a. Oh my god, that's a or, huge. Or flaw. what they could have done is just it's, hit it in fucking Ant Man's house. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that is the biggest flaw. I never because I thought oh they had to use it full size maybe. That's what I was. That's what I was assuming since they didn't. But then I thought, wait a minute, they were in the lab, in like the when there was a chase, realm, yeah, in the back of the van. <laughs> Maybe there's something we're missing. But as far as I know, this is the biggest plot hole I've ever. Yeah, man, they could have just gone. That's to, a negative one. That's a negative one. <laughs> they could have just gone to. Uh, yeah, that's a negative point five. Still a fun movie. To Scott's house and just he just put it in the attic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah so stupid now i i, I want to hear please tell us what you think and if there's any reasons why that doesn't work but to us i think that that makes a lot of sense um yeah i think those were the uh, i like the um just to finish off my positives the characters and the references i do wish we saw more with bill foster but he referenced that he was goliath um let me see is there it's not else? a very big goliath it's only 25 feet it's still pretty big no, Scott got sixty-one. Sixty-five. <laughs> uh, that was a great scene, but I did like Bill Foster. I wish I do want to see more about Hank Pym because, like, a lot of the cool comics about him, his Aunt, Hank Pym origins of becoming Ant Man are really interesting. Well, that's why I kept getting confused in reading comics because everyone just kept referencing Hank Pym, and I'm like, where the fuck is Scott? It's either Scott or Hank. It depends. Well, most of what I read was just uh hank or henry or whoever the fuck pym one of the pims hank and henry same same pym it's confusing i was like why is the same henry now i think it, i think they're the same name hank and henry those, yeah. those are two different it's names. like dick and richard no henry is not short for hank and hank is not short for henry they're two totally different names as far as i know because they always call him henry or hank pym that just, I don't know. It's like Tony or Anthony Stark. No, that makes sense because Tony is a smaller version of the name Anthony and it's also within the name mm. Anthony, Tony. Perhaps. That's just how I, I read it because <laughs> I have seen Henry Pym. Anyways, um, 
Uh, number wise, what would you give the movie? Well, I still have to do my negatives. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, I kind of want Hank Pym. Could they? Hank Pym is not a nice guy in any sense. He's a very isolated scientist. Oh, he's sassy. He's not. He he's more than sassy. He's kind of an asshole. He's supposed to be an asshole in the comics. Like this is the dude who hit his wife Janet. Like this dude has problems. He's really he's super invested in his work and he prioritizes work over anything else. He's just that kind of guy. I I really haven't seen that character. I think Hank. I mean um, Michael Douglas was a perfect cast, but I want to see that character go into a darker direction personally. I feel like it's too late now. No, yeah, it's it's way too late. Maybe they'll do something in the third. If they movie. do a flashback thing or something. That I would be great. Yeah, if it's just him, maybe he hits Janet before they go in the microverse. But I don't know. That was like a great comic series because Hank. They were like, "Hey, you're not an Avenger. Get the hell out." Because <laughs> Wasp is super important to the Avengers. Like super important. We'll get into that. Um, and then yeah, the quick wrap up. It was just like over in a second, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I put not applicable because it was a great movie. So I gave it an 8 out of 10, but now I'm thinking 7.5 because that building thing is a big plot I would still hole. give it an 8 even with the plot hole. I don't know. That Over- bugs me now. <laughs> Overall, I'd give it an 8. 8, yeah. It was just a really fun movie. Take your mom. Take your kids. Get some popcorn. Have a good time. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide, no, don't, wait, don't shrink do any- them into the micro universe. Don't do any of those things. Hide them. But um, yeah, I think it was a great movie. I had a great time. Anything other notes? You want to say before we take a fake break? Oh, I do want to say that um, Steve Ditko actually passed away this last week. And um, he was one of the creators of Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and some some DC comic characters as well. But um, rest in peace, Steve. Yeah. Good man. Good man. All right. We're going to take our fake break. I know we're still going. We're still going. That's good. That's probably my favorite resegue. My least favorite pre-show. My favorite resegue. No, it's just segue. You can't resegue. I can do whatever I want. It's a free country. Last time I checked. No, it's not actually. I know. (laughs) Uh, Someone told me it was, but I found out it wasn't. Ah, we're back. Yo. So we're gonna do our comic references. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, a lot of references. Yeah, it's pretty good for a comic book movie for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, I didn't really, I couldn't find too many classic Ant Man and the Wasp comics. They're basically just adventures after the Avengers comics. They kind of just did stuff, fight whirlwind, you know, certain comic villains, very small stuff. Go inside Ant Hills was a thing they did a lot. Um, I actually didn't like a lot of the comics that I read. I didn't enjoy them. Mm. You're wrong. I think they're actually really good. Almost all of them. I no. I li- you didn't like the Bendis one, and you're wrong because it's a good comic. It, it really wasn't. Okay, Bendis is known for writing like the best comics. Okay, well that's not one of them. We can all have our our flaws. Oh sure, we can, but Bendis can't because he's not one of he us. Can. He did move he... to DC. Is that a flaw? That's not a flaw. DC sucks. They need his well, help. Com- no, they don't. Their comics don't. They- What's the last DC comic you read? Um, the New Fifty Two. 
That's old. With, no, with Wonder Woman. Whatever the revamp was recently. New 52 is old. Anywho. The latest revamp. We're not, we're not talking about DC. We're not talking about Wonder Woman. We're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. I was comparing because Bendis writes stuff for DC and he wrote uh, Avengers Ant-Man sucks comic. It does not suck. You suck. <laughs> you suck. And now, and now you've been discredited from this podcast because you suck. So the first comic that it probably takes the most from is called Avengers End Times. It was in 2012 written by the amazing... <sighs> Michael Brian Bendis. Oh. Uh, it was the artists were Mayhew and Petit. 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 I'd always write them down Petit. right. Petit. P E T I T. It's probably Petit. Petit. Um, those were the artists. Uh, they're issues 31 through 34. Basically, um, the Avengers get a distress call from one of their. Uh, each Avenger has like a card that they use as like to know that it's an Avenger. <laughs> what? It was in 2012. They had ID cards. It makes sense. Why would they need ID cards? They're superheroes. You could have you have people that shapeshift. You have Mystique. You have Chameleon. You have Mysterio. Doctor Octopus put his brain inside of Avenger. You need yeah, security. but wouldn't he still just show the card? What what difference would the card make if he's just inside someone's brain? Okay, maybe that one doesn't work. <laughs> but shut up. Anyways, so they they use it, but they can't find out which Avenger because they're doing like a roster count, and they're like. We have all the Avengers. Who is it? So they call Hank Pym and be like, yo, this 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 is an old card. It could be a villain using it or something. And then he like locates it and he realizes it's, it's in the same place his wife died like five years prior. How long have they had these cards for? How long has this system been going? Since the Avengers opened. It's like the 60s. When? Like the 60s, 70s. I just think it's funny. They couldn't find a better system in like 60 years. I don't know what you want, man. Okay, it's a comic. It's written and it's, it's good. Um, Are we still so using the cards? They're using the the card worked in a different dimension. So yeah, I'd say the cards are fine. <laughs> Basically, um, they get a distress signal because Thor, five years ago, the Skrulls invaded. Skrulls are aliens that shapeshift. They're going to be in Captain Marvel. If you don't know, basically, uh, they're these green aliens that are fighting with the Kree, which is people like Ronan. Um, and um, they're the f- enemies of the Fantastic Four. But they attacked Earth. And in that battle, um, Janet disappeared. She died. Uh, well, they thought her. she died. Yeah, she was deatomized, and they thought that she died. But it turns out, five years later, she was actually just shrunken into the microverse, or what they called subatomica, or what's in the movie, the quantum realm. It's all the same stuff. I prefer microverse. And Spider-Man in this comic says... Theoretically, it's called a microverse. And I'm like, boom, there's the guy. <laughs> Spider-Man knows what's up. Just sounds the best. Microverse. Anywho. Uh, Quantum makes me think of like space, space not yeah. small things. But basically, it's not even like a small thing. It's just a dimension within our dimension. But it, it is relative to size. Um, so the Avengers go. They shrink themselves down. And they go and find her. It's a little different than the movie. She's kind of like become this outlaw in this society in the microverse. There's also a centaur mixed with Sauron in it for some reason. He doesn't like her. He doesn't look like Sauron. He does. He's got like he this. like Boba Fett. No, he's got like this weird helmet on that's like all angular have, and doesn't shit. doesn't have spikes. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have spikes. It has spikes. I'm going to look it up. I don't think it has spikes. But anyways, I don't know. I'm going to search centaur. <laughs> centaur. No, just, just pull it up on Marvel Unlimited. All right, all right cool. It definitely doesn't look like Sauron. But anyways, so the Avengers go in. All their powers. The one thing I don't like is their powers work differently in the small universe, but they can breathe fine and everything. 
But like Ant-Man's... Uh, the pin particles make sense. The pin particles like do not work well in this dimension. But basically, Captain America, Thor... Is it Iron Man? Yeah, Iron Man. Iron Man's area. Yeah, and Hank Pym are all fighting this alien race to kind of get in and try to um, save her. Eventually they do, and then they bring her back, kind of. But it's kind of very similar to her uh, Jan being stuck in the quantum realm. Uh, is there anything except else in, in this in this micro universe? There's like a like, civilization. Yeah, there's a whole city, and everything looks like weird bug tentacle things. Here we go. I believe it's number thirty-four. I'm just making sure he doesn't have a helmet. I think he's in thirty-three too. He doesn't. Boom. No spikes. He looks like... It uh, doesn't look like Boba Fett either. No spikes, though. He had a different helmet, dude. He did not have the a different... This gonna, is the I'm comic. I'm going to show you. I'll show you the... Uh, uh-huh. I'll show you 33 and 32. He totally has a different doesn't helmet. doesn't look like Sauron at all. He does. He's a centaur with a Boba Star Wars looking helmet. Stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's such a dumb comic. I enjoyed it. It's fun. I'm glad you'd enjoy it. It's just really dumb. Okay, well, that's kind of like the main thing. This is where a lot of that took place um actually um this happened again in uh not west coast avengers yeah it did it was it was west coast avengers number 33 all the uh, avengers are trying to basically um kill hank pym because he's trying to go into a microverse and there's like a bunch of problems or like things that he's not considering like what if he brings something back and all this stuff and it's to save his first wife wife maria who has a couple different origins, but Maria usually dies. Maria is kind of a, a refrigerator character. Where that drives him to act the way the he way does. The way he does, yeah. Basically, in this one, she dies, but he goes into that universe, finds her, and she's like all mutilated. So then he tries to cure her, but I don't think it goes well. I couldn't even freaking read the comic entirely because it's not on Marvel Unlimited. And I had to basically look up images of it on Google Images, and I only got bits and pieces. So I might that's, be wrong about some elements of that's that. That's so weird. I couldn't find it <laughs> anywhere. That is so weird. But, that's funny, though. It's like that black exploitation Luke Cage stuff oh, yeah. that you can't read. So there is... Oh, I didn't even put that down here, but... Uh, With Goliath? Goliath origins are fucked up. So Bill Foster is uh, Goliath, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's been a couple. He's actually the fourth Goliath. But I wonder he's... if they made him Lawrence Fishburne for that reason. I mean, Sick. I think it's great casting. But I mean, you know, you can't you can't pass up on Lawrence Fishburne if he says yes. You're going to use him no matter what. But um, he's actually the fourth Goliath. He's the most recent Goliath that I know of. But he's the first. Um, and I I don't mean this like by ethnicity. I mean he was titled Black Goliath. <laughs> And it and I can't read the rest of the comics because it only let me read the first three pages, but it was called. Um, <laughs> I'm having trouble saying this. The first issue was was Black Goliath versus White Atomic Death. <laughs> I only read the first three pages, but I think there's a reason Marvel Unlimited won't let me read more, and I don't think they want to remember it. <laughs> but it was um, it was really interesting. Basically. Uh, he messes with Pym Particles as well. Uh, in the comics, he used to work with um, Hank Pym. And he just he was the guy who initially is like, why don't we go big? But uh, there were a couple other Goliaths. In, um, Goliath is in another comic. Um, 
Well, he's in actually the Ant-Man and the Wasp comic where he's a villain that somehow gets bigger. I don't think it's related to pin particles, but there's been a couple Goliaths, but Bill Foster is most noticeably known for being the Goliath and also the the black Goliath. <laughs> Yo, that was really hard to read. I only read three pages, but I, it was hard. It, was, it came out right after Black Panther, like a year after Black Panther comics. And then it was immediately discontinued. <laughs> Hello. This, this, is, issues. this is the back of the comic. Look who's smiling now. Is that Mr. Rogers? Who is that? I don't know. Just the whitest dude you've ever seen. Look who's smiling now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I, I want to buy this comic. I, I, I think want, I'm going to buy it. I don't think you should. I'm going to buy it just for... You may not like what's inside. <laughs> just for humor purposes. My pride and joy. Uh... No. Um, but yeah, those are the, some of the, the the things that you could take away from the Goliath comic. Um, some smaller references: Cassidy or Cassie, Cassie Lang becomes Ant Man, and she also becomes Stinger. Yeah, in, in the movie, comics in the movie, the girls she's talking to Scott, Scott and she's like, "Oh, I thought I was gonna be your assistant." He's like, "Well." I'd be an awful dad yeah. if I let you yeah. do that. And also, Hank's but not going to make But you'd be suit. great. You'd be great, probably. Um, That's what I think is going to happen in the next one. I think it would be, be kind of cool. I don't know who's going to make her a suit. I don't know how they're going to write around that. How far forward would Infinity War go? Is it directly after he makes the snap? Or is it like, is it far into the future? Like two years later to have a thing? How do you mean? Like, are they doing, are they starting Infinity War 2 directly after the snap? The snap? Or is it going to be like they had to go into hiding, or is it going to be three years later? I don't know. That type of Although thing? I did find out something cool about the Avengers that I'm not going to say on this podcast because it might be a spoiler. But I'm really excited. It makes sense. We didn't talk about the snap in the movie. Okay, well, we'll get to that. It's kind of the end thing. Okay. Yeah. But basically, Cassie Lang becomes a younger Ant-Man girl in Young Avengers number six and uh, Astonishing Ant-Man number six as well. well that's funny. <laughs> Both number six, 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 six. Uh, basically, she becomes a character known as Stinger, where she basically looks like Wasp. But she gets her powers. Her, that comic, if you read that comic, it's really weird because she died and was reincarnated. Then she was lost in the universe and came back. It's it's like she even makes fun of it. She's like, yeah, my life's been really stressful. <laughs> and it's kind of funny seeing that perspective. But she basically goes to a super villain agency to get powers so that she could fight crime. It's really <laughs> weird. Um, but it's kind of fun. I like the one that I read um, where Ant-Man and Janet first meet and she like has the hot Oh, the Origins Retold? Yeah, Avengers Origins. See, I like her costume in that. What do you think of her costume? It's all right so hard to impress you it was all right i like the, the art, how about the art style the art style was gorgeous yeah it was like kind of pastelly painting mm-hmm. not so much uh drawing almost neoclassical i yeah. really liked it um but i liked uh i liked the near the end how he helped her uh kill the dude who killed, killed her, her father, dad yeah well it was an alien yeah i didn't expect it to look like that i was like i kind of like it's hard to take it seriously i was like oh it's like a squid thing. Yeah, but that's a great uh, comic to get into. Or a great Ant-Man origin, if you want to watch it, is... What is it called? Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, it's a cartoon that came on in like 2012, but it actually sums up Ant-Man and the Wasp like really well. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. The only thing is Hank Pym's like a really nice guy in that comic or in that cartoon, and I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> 
Uh, now you it's can a kid's move. It's a kid's cartoon. His, like, yeah, motivation. Oh, also in that comic, he calls the ant Antony, which is what they use in the movie. I mm-hmm. thought the movie came up with that. I'm a little mad at the movie now because that was in 2013. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> there was also an Ant-Man and the Wasp that came out like right before this movie, but it wasn't on Marvel Unlimited, so I didn't get a chance to read it. Oh, um, like an issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came out and they were going in the microverse. So you guys might want to check that out. I haven't had a chance to read it because I haven't, <laughs> basically. But I'm sure it's almost identical to the movie or very similar. Marvel's been doing that. Well, they'll make a comic that's just like the movie so people that watch the movie can get into the comics. It's actually annoying. It's annoying for us, but it's, but it's, I have it's a good a, strategy. I have a whole issue with the way Marvel handles their comics. I don't think they do it the right way at all, but that's a totally different discussion. Bendis did. And then they blew up his universe. <laughs> Uh, right where he left. He's like, you guys are idiots. Well, they brought they brought the universe back. Still haven't read how they did that. I'm excited to learn it's how they just, brought back an entire dimension. I'm excited. It's ridiculous how it works. I don't agree with it. What happened in the Avengers 273-277? That's a good question. Um, I totally forget which one that is. I'm gonna look it up. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's the same one with Goliath. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Zemo and the Masters of Evil will take over Avengers Mansion. The reason why this is a key comic is because it really shows how important Wasp is. Wasp is a very important Avenger. In the original Avengers comic, which I think is... Uh, I didn't write it down. That is awful. The first Avengers comic ever made. I'll, I'll get the names in a minute. But Wasp is the one who comes up with the name Avengers. She's like, we should be a team and call ourselves the Avengers. And Ant-Man's like, I like it. And they become the Avengers. Um, if you can find that comic for me, I'd really appreciate it. But she's uh, a super key role. And even in the, um, I think in the early 70s, or maybe late 70s, I can't remember. Uh, in Avengers 273 to 277, created by Roger Stern and artistically merited by Palner and Ferdier. Um Basically, Wasp is the leader of the Avengers, and the Avengers are losing, and she's taking all this responsibility, and she has to turn it around and reunite new Avengers to take back the Avengers mansion, basically. It's a really great comic that kind of stops showing her as just, like, a sidekick and really, like, gives her her own depth. And that is what I'm kind of upset about with the movie, because they're like, oh, Wasp is back, but there's a certain thing that Janet has in the comics that Hope or Janet in the movies doesn't have. It's kind of like an inspiration. She's almost like a lot of people refer to her as like the mother of the Avengers. Like she's just that kind of moral backport and support. Yeah. And then she's really important. And I'm kind of like bummed that I don't think we'll see that. I think Michelle Pfeiffer would be perfect for that. So I really want to see maybe she will become the Wasp or something. I do like Hope Van Dyne, but she's too serious for like the character that I'm used to. But she does a good job. Well, I think Scott can help her kind of. Yeah, Relax. now that now that she has her mom, maybe she can kind of like. Yeah, now she's less out. on edge. Yeah, but I thought her costume was sick in the movie. I'm yeah, kinda, I really I'm, liked it. I'm hit or miss because I really like the cartoon or the comic, um, outfit, but it doesn't make a lot of sense science wise. Like, is basically a dress with antennas, <laughs> and wings, so it doesn't work. Yeah. But I think uh, the movie's kind of like. Calling it Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think, is a really good call. Would they mm-hmm. call Ant-Man and the Wasp 2? Or it'd be Ant-Man 3? How would they do that? The Wasp wouldn't be in it, because... Right. All right, you, you keep foreshadowing it. I can't take it anymore. Um, 
the movie takes place simultaneously along with um, Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. So the ending of Infinity War ties in directly to the post credit scene of Ant-Man. Spoiler, Hank Pym, Janet Van Dyne, and Hope Van Dyne, the Wasp, turn to dust. While Scott is, is in stuck the... in the microverse, quantum realm. Quantum realm versus micro version. Television. <laughs> that thing. All that stuff. All that stuff. So there's that. They're all dead and he's stuck, but I mean, that's good for Scott because he's in a different universe, so he couldn't die. Mm hmm. But, like, as you can see, this movie has a lot of tie ins. The only thing that I don't think did was, like, the, the FBI storyline. Was that relative? That was just for humor. Yeah. Anything else? I think. I don't want to get into the Scott Lane comics because I think our Ant Man one episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover that. We'll, for yeah, them. there's a lot that we've read. I think that the Wasp really is more important. In. I think the Wasp is really important. One, she's probably I'd argue more important as an Avenger. I think we said this on a podcast. We've said this. What we've we've spoken about how like well Wasp is a much more important Avenger than Ant Man. Ant Man leaves the Avengers a couple times. Hank Pym definitely does. Scott Lang. Usually can't be bothered. Well, I feel like he just comes in when needed, and then yeah. he's just like, he, yeah, "Yeah, that doesn't seem very important." So, mm-hmm. bye bye. Sometimes he's like in the microverse when like Ultron is destroying the city. Yeah, that's actually a bad example because Hank Pym created Ultron in the comics, which makes sense because he, he has antennas. Anything else? Um, I don't have anything else to add. I like I said, I wasn't too big on most of the comics in the first place. I prefer the actual Ant Man comics, not the Avengers with Ant Man, because I feel like the Avengers just got in the way, or maybe because I was more focused on Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm like, why the Am Avengers? This, yeah. yeah, they were in it for sure. Well, see, there's a lot of things like you, you, you don't know the story with Wonder Man. Wonder Man basically goes crazy around this time, kind of like Doctor Manhattan. So there's other, some other storylines you're like. Why is this important? But you'd have to... That's the problem. That's a lot of these Marvel comics are, aren't very condensed in their own stories. Well, Ant-Man... No, is. you can't just pick one up anymore. There's like a million different things so going on. So I, I know what was happening at this time, so I'm okay with it. But like I said, I like the Ant-Man Avengers Origin one. That was probably yeah, my favorite that I read. Really solid. And there's some I'd recommend it. Ones. And there's other good Ant-Man the Wasp comics, but you know, it's kind of like an older series. There was actually a really weird Ant-Man the Wasp where they made Wasp a dude. It was in like 2014, 2015. Yo, 2015, awful year of comics. Just, I loved 2015, but what the fuck happened? <laughs> Spider-Man's a billionaire, a wasp turned to a dude. Um, I did Marvel's just trying new things. Thor lost his hammer. That's fine with that, actually. They ruined Hulk. They made a new Hulk, who I thought would have been cool, but then turned out was just wanted to be like a celebrity. It was weird. I think Hawkeye killed the other Hulk. Nice. As in Civil War 2. That might have been 2016. But 2015 just wasn't doing it for me in comics. I'm still trying to read past that right now. Oh, boy. Man, I'm three years behind in comics. Uh, yep. But it doesn't matter because it's not very good. Marvel Unlimited. I'll catch up. But um, those are most of the comics. There's about six comics. Um, let me see what that uh, original Avengers comic how, is. How does it... Well, it just says Avengers 1.5. There's no there's no real name for it cuz it's OG cuz I just I just looked it up. Oh yeah. Yeah, it just says Avengers 1 and it's like Hulk uh Loki and Thor and the Hulk like going against each other. Why is it on my list though? 
probably would help if I spelled Avengers right. See? Yeah, you're right. It's not, there's no real name. It's just the Avengers. Hmm. Issue 1.5. Oh, we should probably mention the creators, which I'm pretty sure is just Stan Lee of Kirby yes, and Ditko. Stan Lee, mostly. Just going to make sure there's someone else I'm not missing here. I think you're good. Apologies. I, I think you're good. Oh, nope. I, I got think you're good. I got it. That's what show notes are for. Fine. But how does the how do you feel the comic stands up towards the movie or vice versa? So I like the comics more because they go into the microverse a lot more. But that's probably just about it. Like there's civilizations, there's creatures. So like in the movie, Janet was like, oh, watch out for this time vortex. You don't want to get stuck in that. Or there's these little slug aliens. They look cute, but they'll eat you or some shit. She was like saying some stuff. And I'm like, I want to see that. <laughs> well, the movie didn't really have time. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. It should have re- reorganized its time. You definitely could have cut stuff in the middle to add more to that. But I mean, I think the humor of the comics is also pretty on point with the the movie as well. I guess... The humor yeah. in the movie is on point with the comics, yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah, they're very similar humors, like an ant pushing Hank Pym to go on a date, literally. Mm-hmm. I think that's funny. But I also kind of liked how damaged he was in that comic, and I don't feel like we'll get to see any more of that. No, because he's, uh, he's dust. Dust. Another one bites the dust. Also, I made another point that you kind of agreed with about Thanos. Why doesn't he just shrink everyone? That is a great point. He he probably can manipulate pin particles with the reality stone. If you just shrink every every universe a little bit, the food gets twice as big. Well, would it would that matter? Because remember, like with with Ant Man, he still has the same strength no matter what, no matter how small he is. Because it was funny in that comic because the ants tried to attack him, and then he just like he just threw he's it. like he's like oh shit, a crazy ant. So would they be his just as hungry? Or how definitely would not. Their stomach would be smaller. But he's saying his strength is the same, no matter his well, size. Well, yeah, but his hunger, like, his stomach is, like, the size. If you eat, it's the mass. The mass is the same. Uh-huh. It's just, you know, you just shrink the distance between atoms. So his stomach would be the same. Oh, okay. Hypothetically. That being said, none of the science makes sense or adds up because um, freaking Hank Pym was carrying a tank on his keychain. If that retained the same mass, it'd weigh, like, six tons. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Or even just the cars in general when he had yeah, that yeah, whole yeah, Hot yeah, Wheels yeah. thing. Yeah, that'd probably be like 20 tons of cars inside a little Rolodex. <laughs> the science just works to whatever. Unless it was literally a toy that you made larger. But it wouldn't drive. It doesn't have no, gas. No, I'm just the... saying. I see what you're saying. I'd probably use a drone then in that case all the time. That would work because a drone yeah. could get big. Yeah, you just make the drone bigger or smaller. Yeah, that would have been smart. You just put like a little basket on the drone and you sit in the basket yeah. and fly it. Man, I mean, I have so many more ideas for this movie. I know, I that's a great like... idea. Or that'd be great if someone's flying a drone, they throw that disc and it just like crashes into a building. <laughs> but um, how do you feel like as a, as as the comics? You obviously didn't like the comics because... I didn't like some of them just because I was confused or I was like, I, there's too many Avengers. I felt like we could have done more in terms of specific Ant-Man comics because I didn't... I didn't really feel like all four of those comics that I read were important, like the Avengers ones that I read. I'm like, well, it takes a piece of it, but I don't feel like that's really Ant-Man. That, that West Coast Avengers one would have been important. 
because it's basically the same plot. Yeah, but I feel like there's probably one that's specifically an Ant-Man comic, not just Ant-Man with the Avengers, that has the same story. Well, I I figured, because there are other comics where they go into that universe, but I figured it's kind of more important that they're trying to save someone from that universe. Going to the universe isn't enough. But we don't spend enough time, so the only thing that's important is that element. I I just didn't feel like because it was more Avengers focused that it really let me dive into the actual characters like the movie did at least. Oh, so you're saying you prefer the, the, the empathy and the time you got with the characters in the movie. Well, no, I'm saying I would have preferred to have read comics that were specific to those characters, even if it was not super relevant to the story, because I would have learned more about the characters, not, oh, this small part of the story. I'm like, I read four issues where the character wasn't even in it for three of those issues. Well, that was because you misread the wrong comics. No, I didn't. I read the right comics. I just read them in the wrong order. That makes a difference. That but I reread, difference. I reread it in the correct order, and it still was the same situation where it was more focused on the Avengers, and I'm, I'm sorry, more focused on the other Avengers, not the Wasp. I see, I see what you're saying, but I, I, I was looking up comics that were relevant. I no, I know it. it's. I mean, the story part was there. It was just so minor within the grand scale of like the actual Avengers series that I was reading that I didn't feel like. She she didn't go to a microverse where there was those fucking there there was like a city and shit so I didn't feel like it was that important because that was also in other comics Ant Man comics that I read anyway so I would have preferred to just read more Ant Man and the Wasp stuff specifically than the Avengers ones you 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 still can read those comics I'm not saying I can't I just mean in terms of the what I've read so far I didn't feel like that that they were too relevant to the the characters in the movie. Oh yeah, and you also didn't read the the ghost comic, right? I read some, yeah. So the difference again, in his origin is basically he was an IT guy whose girlfriend is killed, and he goes to investigate the company, like that he works for, and then basically they hired that girlfriend to fall in love with him, so he would stay at the company, and then she blackmailed them for more money, and then they killed her, and this then is, they tried to kill him. I'm, I'm already this is too much. You're doing too much. And then everything blows up and he survived and now he hates corporations and he attacks Tony Stark for no I, reason. I don't think that works at all. That's, it's an interesting this, story. It's but, way too convoluted. But but then he's like, after the whole story, I'm like, it makes sense he has a vendetta. And then he's like, I hate companies. I hate greed. So he attacks like Peter Parker's company or Oscorp or... Spider-Man would be like the least greedy person that I would attack. It's 20, it was 2015. The comic sucks. <laughs> hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate rich Spider-Man. Well, I think the movie as a film did a better job of the characters based off of what I read thus far. Because I'm thinking all the ones I read were mostly 2015. Well, so you want character comics, but I feel like... I don't only want character comics. They're they're, they're separate. There are character comics and there are all these comics that go with this specific story. Yeah, but like I said, there were too many other characters in in general. Because you can have a Spider-Man comic that also has Iron Man and a couple other people, but it's still a Spider-Man Comic. Focus comic, whereas this literally was like the Avengers and like Wonder Man and shit. And I'm like, I, I, I don't give a shit about any of these people. Like, I don't care about what I'm reading right now. Gotcha. So, that's my opinion on it. I definitely enjoyed the movie a lot. I enjoyed the Ant Man comics that I did read a lot because it was focused on Ant Man. <laughs> For sure. And learn anything about Wasp or any other characters that you didn't know before? 
Did you know that Goliath was a really racist character? That, that really made me laugh. I wanna. I'm probably gonna buy that comic. I'm gonna buy an OG Atomic version. White Death. Because you know that's gonna be worth a lot of money one day, right? Uh, no, I think that's one of the things we're just gonna scrap off the shelves and be like, no, it's gonna be super rare. Telling oh, you, boy. So, I think that's it. Yep. Uh, what did you give the movie? I gave it eight out of ten. I gave it eight. Eight out of ten. Um. Good I'd, comic movie, good movie movie. Yeah, I'd see it again. I'd see it again. One, I, I one more see, time. I still got to see Avengers one more time. I want to see it two more times. I know it Maybe comes on can, Blu-ray. we uh, can movie hop. We could movie hop. Let's do that. All right, <laughs> we're going to go do that. But thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll see you on a day that we decide to record a Comic-Con. podcast. Comic-Con. Comic-Con, yeah. Comic-Con's next week. It's also my birthday. It's also birthday. That's I'm why old. I bought your Comic-Con tickets. You didn't buy me Comic-Con tickets. I did tickets. buy you Comic-Con tickets. We got them for free. But I bought the ones that got these ones for free, so I got you a two-for-one deal, so it's really... No, I got, this as a, I got this as a gift. No. It counts. It doesn't count. Totally counts. It does count. Totally counts. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, please email us, make comments, anything. We love to hear your feedback. You can also give us personal feedback if you have our phone numbers or if you see us on a daily basis. <laughs> Friends. Because people family. usually give us feedback in person rather than leaving fucking comments it's it's we just appreciate that people listen to the co- with the podcast that's what we appreciate and yeah we love, i appreciate love... that you listen to it but no we appreciate it that's it period period send deliver put in the post mail thanks guys all good thank you love all the appreciation and love we get later players later players that being said comment <clears throat> <Hail Hydra>. <laughs>